Never before has there been a series that has run for so many seasons. This crazy cartoon family is adored by audiences everywhere, even after decades on the air. This illustrated institution has even predicted current events in pop culture with laser precision. But... Don't have a cow, man. However you slice it or dice it, it seems these lovable yellow yahoos are here to stay. Excellent. We'll stop by Springfield and visit... On this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI for your English, where you can learn about anything and everything. And if you haven't heard a topic that you want to hear about, remember, you can send me a message any time of the day. It doesn't mean I'm going to read it in the middle of the night, but I'm always open to suggestions. And some of the greatest episodes have been suggestions from my students. So keep up the great work. And a quick reminder, if you haven't rated the show, if you haven't given it five stars, please do so right now. Pause it right now. Don't worry. I'll wait for you. And that really helps this show, this podcast, become more visible. And as many of you know, we are on the cusp of, or on the verge of, half a million downloads. Believe me, two years ago, that was unthinkable. Impensable? Or did I just make that word up in Spanish? Anyway, let's take a look at the intro. We started out hearing perhaps one of the most popular characters on the show, and that's Homer Simpson. And did you hear that sound? That do that's his famous catchphrase. And that word became so popular in the English language that in 2001, it was added to the Oxford English Dictionary. And the word is defined as expressing frustration at the realization that things have turned out badly or not as planned or that one has just said or done something foolish. In the initial script, it was described as an annoyed grunt, and a grunt is a kind of sound, and annoyed is molesto. Then I said, never before has there been a series that has run for so many seasons. And we're going to take a look at The Simpsons in numbers. They are whopping numbers. Whopping is enorme. Then I said, this crazy cartoon family is adored by audiences everywhere, even after decades on the air. Well, I should put a little disclaimer in there. This show is loved by everybody except Barbara and George Bush. They didn't have very nice things to say about the show. Well, let me tell you something. We are going to keep on trying to strengthen 
the American family to make American families a lot more like the Waltons and a lot less like the Simpsons. But truth be told, I don't really have very nice things to say about them either. So, as my mother taught me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But there's one thing we can be sure of. It's a crowd pleaser. You're not on the air for decades. You're not a cultural institution if nobody likes you. Then I went on to say this illustrated institution has even predicted, and to predict is predecir, current events, actualidad, in pop culture with laser precision. And I know you recognize the word laser, but we don't pronounce it laser. We say laser. Laser precision. And then we heard Bart Simpson with one of his catchphrases. And we're going to take a look at all the main characters and their catchphrases a little bit later on. But one of Bart's favorites is, don't have a cow, man. And he popularized this expression, which means really, calm down. No pares una vaca. And then I used one of my favorite expressions, however you slice it or dice it, pongas como lo pongas, it seems these lovable yellow yahoos are here to stay. And what does that word yahoo mean? I'm sure you guys are all familiar with the word from yahoo, the website, the browser, but what is a yahoo? Well, this is usually an unsophisticated person, paleto, palurdo. And then we heard Mr. Burns. Remember, we don't say Mr. Barnes. We say Mr. Burns. And he said one of his catchphrases. Excellent. Excellent, Smithers. And who hasn't done that? I know I'm guilty. When I say the word excellent, sometimes it comes out in Mr. Burns' voice. And then I wrapped up the intro saying we'll stop by, you can also say pop by, Springfield and visit the Simpsons. And if you notice, no es Simpson, it's Simpson. Sin, es como pecado al final. Simpson. Oh, and do you know where the word came from? I, I learned this preparing this episode. And I'm a huge Simpsons fan. I remember when I was in high school watching them on TV. And sometimes I catch the repeats these days. But I never knew that the word Simpson, the last name was chosen on purpose. And it's a reflection of the word simpleton. Simp or simpleton. I think in Spanish the translation would be simplon. And I think there's no better way to describe the Simpsons. Well, except for Lisa. Lisa's a brain. She stands out in the family. There's always one. So is everybody ready to go to Springfield? All right, everybody on board. Or as we say, get on the bus, Gus. Next stop, Springfield. But wait, where is Springfield? It's in the United States, I imagine, right? some American town. Well, the reason he chose this, and when I say he, I mean the creator, Matt Groening. Interesting, because if you look at his name, you want to say groaning, but it's really graining. Rima con llover. It's raining, and Matt Groening is the creator of The Simpsons. And he decided since Springfield was a very common name in the United States, well, that would keep the fans guessing. And as we've just seen, there are a lot of winks in there. There are a lot of uh, little... 
little things that uh, you can notice, cameos, as we know, there are so many different famous people that have been on the show. So I think more than a cartoon, it's a cultural institution. Oh, and if you notice, Springfield, the one on The Simpsons, not Springfield, Illinois, or Springfield, I don't know where they all, I think there are 14 or 15 Springfields in the United States. But the town where The Simpsons live, where they reside, otra forma de decirlo, it has rivers, deserts, farmland, mountains, or whatever the story requires for that matter. So I guess it's the picture-perfect town. I said we were going to take a look at The Simpsons in numbers, so let's take a look at some stats. In the year 1997, the show surpassed The Flintstones, Los Pica Piedra, The Flintstones as the longest-running primetime animated series in America. And you know what Fred Flintstone had to say? Pedro Pica Piedra? Yabba-dabba-doo! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Well, that's right, when The Simpsons hit their 167th episode, they surpassed the Flintstones, and they became the longest-running primetime animated series. It is also the longest-running American animated series, taking out the word primetime now. Since then, it's also gone on to become America's longest-running sitcom, period. So The Simpsons have broken every record in the book, and they show no signs of stopping. In 1999, The Simpsons was named the best series of the entire 21st century by Time Magazine. That was in 1999. Some Simpsons purists have said that the show has lost a little bit. I mean, I guess it's hard to keep it fresh after so many seasons, but some people say the golden age was in the 90s. Now they said there's kind of a decline in the content. I honestly haven't seen it enough to be able to make a judgment call. And on January 14th, 2000, the Simpson family was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And they've won dozens of awards since it has debuted. I'll give you a little short list. 35 Primetime Emmy Awards. 34 Annie Awards, two Peabody Awards. I don't even know these awards. And they've got a whole office full of them. But where did it all start? Well, I guess we're going to have to rewind. Here we are back in 1987, April 19th to be exact. And here we are in our living room watching the very popular comedy show called The Tracy Ullman Show. And then, all of a sudden, this sketch comedy show is interrupted by a little short cartoon. And that changed the world. Now, it wasn't that simple. It wasn't, it wasn't something that happened overnight. But in general, the response was really good. People wanted to see these little shorts, these little sketches of this crazy family in between these sketches of real people. And I remember we used to watch the Tracy Ullman show religiously in my house. Well, now we're going to fast forward a little under two years to December 17th, 1989. So let me repeat the dates there. The Shorts first joined The Tracy Ullman Show in April of 1987. And The Simpsons 
first aired as its own show on December 17th, 1989. And now, how many episodes have they made? I took a look at numbers, and I don't want to say it since this is a podcast and they're constantly producing more. Let's say somewhere around 750 episodes, and they just signed on for another two seasons. The Simpsons has six main cast members. Now, I don't mean characters. I mean cast members, voiceover artists. We've got Dan Castellaneta, and he does Homer and many other voices, as we'll see. We've got Julie Kavner. She does Marge and her sisters. Nancy Cartwright does the voice of Bart Simpson. What? Wait a second. A girl does the voice of Bart Simpson? A woman? Yep, Nancy Cartwright. Then there's Yeardley Smith, Hank Azaria, and Harry Shearer. And as I said before, there are many, many people who participate but these are the main voiceover actors, the main cast. And at first, they were paid around $30,000 an episode. And now, they're being paid around $400,000 to a half a million dollars for an episode. So that's great. As the show has grown, so have the salaries of its main cast. That doesn't always happen like that. But let me give you an example. Shearer, okay, Harry Shearer voices, you can say does the voice of, or directamente voices, Mr. Burns, Smithers, Principal Skinner, Ned Flanders, Reverend Lovejoy, and Dr. Hibbert, who's no longer on the show. But every main cast member that I just mentioned has won a Primetime Emmy Award for outstanding voiceover performance. I guess they really know what it feels like to be a part of a winning team. Let's take a look at this lovable yet dysfunctional family. And a dysfunctional family is a family that is not very healthy. As I said before, we're going to take a look at some of the characters and their catchphrases in this dysfunctional family. We'll start with Homer, and I think when the show started, the main focus was Bart Simpson. But Homer stole the show. He stole his thunder. Le robó el protagonismo. An interesting fun fact is, you know, Homer has two or three hairs on his head, right? Well, those hairs are Matt Groening's initials. If you notice, it's an M and a G. And the Simpsons have a lot of hidden messages. They've even predicted world events, such as the election of Donald Trump as president and so much more. And we're going to take a look at all that stuff in the bonus episode. We're going to take a look at more fun facts. We'll take a look at Bart Simpson and his crank calls or prank calls, sus llamadas de broma, where we'll look at words or names that have double meanings. We'll also take a look at some of the predictions that have come true. We'll look at family vocabulary and so much more. And all of that is in the bonus episode. Remember, if you want access to the bonus episode every week, it's real simple. You can join us over on patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And for just three euros a month, you'll get access to the bonus episode and so much more. And if you're in our higher levels, you'll get PDFs with all the vocabulary and expressions in every episode. You'll get weekly review classes with me. They're group classes, and we have a lot of fun in those classes. 
And if you're in our highest level, you can get a monthly master class with me. So think about this. If you're in our interstellar level, you'll have a weekly group class with me and a monthly private class. Take a look at it. I think it's really affordable and I think we're all having a great time. And I'd like to send a shout out to all my patrons. You guys are kicking butt. And a special shout out to my super duper students, Javier, Paco, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, and Alex. And don't forget about my interstellar students, the ones who get a monthly private class with me. And those are Carmen, Lina, Isa, Paco, and Edgar. If you guys want more information, go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and join our curious community. Now, where were we? Oh, right. We were talking about some of the characters. Now, Homer, here's another thing I didn't know this. Homer is Matt Groening's real dad's name. And I already told you the Simpson part because it has the word simp or simpleton in it. Then you've got Marge, the loving wife with the beehive haircut. And I love her voice. Oh, homie. I don't know how she does it without losing her voice, but she's got a very raspy voice in English. Oh, homie. And let's be honest, okay, Marge is a sexy mom in her own way. Well, hey, I'm not saying it's not just me. She graced the cover of Playboy magazine in 2009. Hey, some guys like that blue-haired big look. And then we've got Bart Simpson, who when the show started, I think was the main focus of the show. But as I said, that organically changed and Homer became a favorite. But Bart is an anagram for the word brat, niñato. And Bart, as I said before, is voiced by Nancy Cartwright, a woman. One of his catchphrases, we already said one in the intro, don't have a cow, man. He also said, ay caramba. He also said, eat my shorts. Comeme los, los shorts, los pantalones cortos. Eat my shorts and many, many other expressions. And I remember the t-shirts were huge, but they were banned in my school. Yeah, there were two t-shirts that my school banned us from wearing. One of them said, Bart Simpson, underachiever. And the other one said, Bart Simpson. Oh, no, it said, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? I had both of those t-shirts, but I was not allowed to wear them to school. And what did that do? That forbidden fruit just made The Simpsons more popular. I even remember knowing all the lyrics to the song, Do the Bartman. <laughs> Do the Bartman. <laughs> hey, you're laughing and you're thinking it's a corny song, but this song was written and produced by Michael Jackson. Okay, he's uncredited, but everybody in the industry knows that Michael Jackson was behind Do the Bartman. Ooh, ooh. Then we already talked about Lisa. I think Lisa's the only normal one. If that, I mean, if there is a normal Simpson and she's intelligent, kind, passionate, she loves all living things, unlike her brother, who's a brat, as we already said. And we all know she loves to play the saxophone. One of my favorite characters is Maggie. And I remember calling my daughter Maggie when she was a little kid. Because when she had her pacifier, el chupete, you, we say pacifier in the United States. The British people say dummy. And I remember my daughter Lara used to make the same sound. 
And I, I, I used to call her Maggie. And now, I shouldn't admit this here on the show, but my daughter is a huge Simpsons fan. She loves The Simpsons. We watch The Simpsons together. I know what you're thinking. She's three years old. She's watching The Simpsons at three years old. I know. I know. <laughs> In fact, the other day, there was a scene where Homer was strangling Bart, estrangulándole. And I said, oh, no. And she goes, Papi, why is he doing that? And I go, because Homer's a bad dad and Bart is a bad boy. Be like Lisa. <laughs> oh, and here's a, a fun fact. And as I said, we'll take a look at some more in the bonus part. But baby Maggie, when she said her first word, which was daddy, she was voiced by the one and only Elizabeth Taylor. Then you've got Krusty the Clown. And did you ever notice that Krusty bears a striking resemblance to Homer? That's not an accident. In fact, they were supposed to be the same person, but then they abandoned that storyline. Let me explain. What Matt Groening was trying to do here was trying to show people that this kid, Bart Simpson, had no respect for his father, but he worshipped a clown who looked exactly like his father. So I guess it was like playing with the idea of who your role models are. Don't forget about Principal Skinner, that if he's got to do it, he'll skin you. He'll pull off your skin. Destripar, I always forget that word. Oh, wait, no, it's despellejar o pelar. Vamos, quitar la piel. And check that one out. We don't say the director of the school. We say the principal. And I noticed that the Simpsons love playing with numbers as well. So they love these little hidden things. They love predicting the future. But they also play with numbers a lot. And Principal Skinner's prisoner number when he was in Vietnam was 24601. Now, did anybody recognize that number? 24601. That is the same prisoner number as Jean Valjean from Les Miserables and also used again in Twin Peaks with Hank Jennings. And that number comes up again because Krusty's Krusty the Clown, his former sidekick, Sideshow Bob, also had that very same prisoner number. So as you can see, they're always playing with numbers. Another one, Bart's locker combination. The locker is uh, taquilla, and the combination is los números que necesita para abrir el lock. That makes sense. You lock things in a locker with a lock. The combination of Bart's locker is 36... 24, 26. Any ACDC fans in the house? Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheap. Dirty Deeds and the Thunder Cheap. They repeat that over and over in the song. 36, 24, 26. So there are a lot of winks, a lot of nods. All right, you consider yourself a Simpsons fan? Here's a trivia question. The Simpsons have four fingers. They are one digit short of having a full human-like hand. There is only one character that has five fingers. What character is it? Do you give up? It's God. And before we wrap up the first part here, we'll take a look at another fun fact. Have you ever stopped 
and asked yourself why the residents of Springfield are yellow? That wasn't a mistake either. It seems like Matt Groening left nothing to chance, a la suerte. And he said that this yellow color would attract your attention when you were flicking through the channels with your remote control. And if you saw a flash of yellow on your screen, you would instantly know that you were watching The Simpsons. So it was a branding choice. It was a color that he thought would be eye-catching, que captaba tu atención. And was he right? Well, I think the numbers speak for themselves. The Simpsons is here to stay. I sure hope you'll join us in the bonus episode of today's FYI.